let me take this opportunity and welcome every one of you today. You are a great church, you look good. Hallelujah, clap hands for yourselves. You are shining. I said, you are shining. You are shining. Not because of what you are putting on, no. You are shining because of the glory of the Lord in you. Maybe you don't understand who you are. If you don't know yourself, Wow. You are full of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Be proud of yourself. Don't limit yourself. You are serving a great God. Hallelujah. Say thank you, Jesus. Amen. Wonderful. We want to welcome also the people who are visiting us today. Those who are coming here for the first time. Maybe you came later, but we welcomed you in your absentia. Feel at home. Enjoy this service. Hallelujah. I want to talk about today the anointing of God. And the church of God. Hallelujah. Say the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And the church of God. Actually, we want to talk about the corporate anointing in the church. What is anointing? Anointing is a person. It's in the form of a person. Anointing is not a feeling. Hello, church. Anointing is not an idea that you can think about. Or maybe anointing is not the atmosphere. Atmosphere in the Yabayuan. Anointing is the knowledge. Knowing about God. And God who lives in us. Hallelujah. Anointing is the assurance of God. Actually, is the assurance that God lives in me. Hallelujah. When you see the manifestation of anointing in a church, it is the sign that God says, I am with you. It's the sign that God says, I am in you. Hallelujah. The anointing of God represents Jesus on earth. The anointing of God is the spirit of God in a being. Remember that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. 
And the Spirit of God dwells inside of us. The Bible says you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Remember also Jesus said, I am not leaving you alone. I'm sending a helper. Actually, he said, it is good for me to leave. Because if I don't leave, the Holy Spirit cannot come. Because we cannot be two in one. The Holy Spirit, when he comes, he is representing me, my presence. Hallelujah, church. So today, I want to talk about unity. Unity in the anointing. Unity in the spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Before I deal with the unity, let me show you this. There are three levels of anointing. Let me call them dimensions. Hallelujah. I want you to understand what is happening in your church. And where we are going. And how we need to respond in what is happening. Hallelujah. Before the end of December last year, I, I said to you, I said something is going to happen this year. Do you still remember? I said God is going to lift up his standards. And I meant the standard of the anointing. And remember that before God does something, the devil is aware and he knows. And hence, there will be challenges that will come. And immediately challenges are there. You know, I told you about last week, right? This is a sign that God is saying, I am doing a new thing. Can't you see? And if you check the level of anointing and what God is doing now, it's growing higher and higher and more is coming. And we are reaching a level where we need to work together. We need to come to a level where we need to outgrow some of these things. Laziness. An idle spirit. We need to go on our knees and pray. Because the Bible says, when an enemy shall rise like a flood, God said, I will rise up my spirit. 
Kuri bibele iri musishina. Lichidogu aruwa lata kucheza sama gabelo. Nendidota kucheza. Ndabantalo. Look at the life of Jesus. Kaba seze kabuchilo wa Yesu. With his disciples. Nabafunzi wabawe. He would minister the whole day. Healing the sick. Casting out devils. The lamb will be walking. The blind will see. But in the evening. They are not sleeping. They are praying. If Jesus saw an importance of prayer together with the disciples, what about us? What about us? God said to me, this is the time that you must pull the whole church to be in unity in prayer and support with you. Don't just rejoice when you hear testimonies. Hey, the devil is not happy. When you throw a missile, when you throw, when you are throwing a missile, expect another missile coming back to you. It's good to rejoice when you hear what God has done. It is good to rejoice. But at the same time, go back and pray and raise up arms of the men of God. Hallelujah. This is the time when we don't want to see one man's anointing. This is the time when you shall stand up and say we are going to defend and fight this battle. If you don't do that, you'll be the next target. Hallelujah. I remember during the time of Jesus. Jesus had his own disciples. John had his own disciples, John the Baptist. John had his own business. And Jesus had his own business. Jesus taught his disciples to pray. I don't know what happened to the disciples of John. But John was caught prematurely and was arrested. But all along, he did not mind about Jesus. They parted during baptism. And he continued with his own ministry. And Jesus continued his, with his own ministry. But when John was arrested, he sent his disciples to plead with Jesus with an angry attitude. 
said to Jesus, go and tell him, don't he know to know that I am arrested? How can you continue to do your thing when you know that I'm in jail? You know what Jesus said? Go and tell John. The blind are seeing. The lamp are walking. It was a shameful reply. But Jesus knew that John did not submit under Jesus. He thought because he was the first to come, Jesus must submit under him. That is the mind of a man. And the devil caught him. He was killed. What a shameful experience. The time when Jesus was about to be caught. He called his disciples. Let us go to the mountain. To pray. To do what church? With who? With the disciples. Why didn't he went there alone? Because together. We can overcome. Hallelujah church. And when they were there. Jesus went a little bit further. The mountain was called Gethsemane. And Jesus prayed. When he came back to check on the disciples. What were they doing? Sleeping. Oh, my daughter, how can you sleep when I am in trouble? He went back to pray. Maybe they prayed a little bit for five minutes. Slept again. He came back again. Hey, guys! Hey, what are you doing? How can you sleep now at this hour? We're there. They woke up. They did not understand what they were facing. But during the day, they were rejoicing. Hey, this is a miracle. Hey, hey, the blind are seeing. Hey, hey, this is a... Hey, they did not know that the hour is coming. Hallelujah. Let us not behave like them. Let us all stand up and fight this battle together. Hallelujah. Let us fight this battle together. I'm happy. The, the leadership of this church they started praying. They are praying every night. Join together. You know why these things happened? God is awakening us up. So that we can learn to pray. Hallelujah.
Because greater things are coming. If you are not ready, you cannot, you won't be able to hold what is happening. Because it does not need your human effort, effort only. It needs growth in your spirit. Hallelujah, church. Are we together? Yeah. I, I interrupted my, 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 my sermon, but I wanted you to understand why I'm preaching this. The first dimension, dimension of the anointing it comes from the Hebrew word called suk, S-U-K. Uh, can I get three guys, three people, please? This young lady, this one, the middle one, this one, the young one, yeah, come. Also, also you. Let me get, yeah, Dudu, come. I don't know if I will be able to do this. This one is representing the word suk. Now, the first anointing is called pour out. It's called pour out. Yes. It is the anointing where it is poured out upon you. Be the last one. All right. The second one, it is the one that is called to smear. Good word. To smear up. Hallelujah. The last one, the third one, is coming from the word, the Greek word called krio, which means to rub in. Hallelujah. The one that you pour in it works that moment and that's it. It is the anointing that we used to share with the brethren. Those mostly those who are in need. Something that you pour in cannot make an effect on the being. But it can make changes. Or effect changes. And the second one that you smear, it is for those who come to Jesus. We have a sign of the anointing of God in us. But we still need more. It is not the strongest one. But this one which you rub in. It stays inside permanently. It is the one that comes when you take in God's word. 
You are rubbing in anointing every day. Hallelujah. Now, when you wrap in this anointing, you are generating power inside of your body. This power you can transmit to others. You can still pour into others. Amen. Hallelujah, church. Do you understand this? You can take your seats. Thank you very much. I'm going faster and faster. Isaiah 10, verse 27. Isaiah 10, 27. It says, It shall come to pass in that days, in that day that his burden will be taken away from your shoulder. And his yoke from your neck, and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing. Eri, musi uyo maada au adorura gomo la asuri, jogo yao idovundeya wadoba wakwata. Hallelujah. I was talking about the three dimensions of the anointing. The Bible says, it shall come to pass in that day that his burden will be taken away from you. From your own shoulders. And it says his yoke from your neck. And the yoke will be destroyed. By what? Because of the anointing. Hallelujah. So, the anointing of the Holy Ghost it lifts out the burdens from your shoulders. It destroys the yoke. Hallelujah. So when you receive the anointing of God, no burden shall destroy you. You need the anointing of God. Not only the one which is poured out for you, but the one that is rubbed in on you. That will stay permanently on you. What will it do? Yoke destroyer. Burden remover. Hallelujah, church. When you feel you have a burden in you, you need the anointing of the Holy Spirit in your life. Hallelujah, church. The other thing which God does in us as a corporate anointing, he releases his power and empower us differently. Look at your hand. Hallelujah. Check your fingers. Is your hand important? Your hand is like the hand of God. In a church, we need these five fold ministries. 
Hapanga ngomu kerekeni. Riato dana. Nachumero. Hezitanu. Especially when the church on the ministry is growing. And if there is something the devil is afraid of. It is the unity of the church to bring forth the fivefold ministry gifts. Hallelujah. God will raise up these five offices. Like a hand that can grab and lift and pull and throw away. Can you open up your, uh, your, your hand like this? Fold it. Make a fist. Check at your thumb. What is he doing? It's giving support to the other fingers. And this sign is a sign of power. Right? Alright. Your thumb represents the highest office. The apostleship. Amen. In the fivefold ministry gift, all are very important. All are very important. They all need one another. There is no one greater than the other. Because their functions are not the same. The thumb supports the other fingers. In other words, is the overseer. Making sure that the other fingers are not weak. Look at this one. What is it doing? It's pointing out. It's pointing out, it's representing who? You. You. Who is doing this? A prophet. Hallelujah. Now, the prophet operates in the anointing of the Holy Spirit. All of them operate the same anointing. But the prophet points finger to say a word to a particular individual or to the whole church. The other finger. It is the longest finger of them all. Representing who? The one who is doing the outreach. He is the farthest one, the evangelist. Hallelujah. The one who is going out and reach people and tell them about Jesus. Maybe God has called you as an evangelist and you are sitting down. You don't know why God called you here. You are sitting on top of your gift. 
Hallelujah. And this one. You know this one. You know this one. Marriage, in other words, it is the pastor who is married to the church. Hallelujah. He is bound to stay in door. Taking care of the wife who is the church. When he goes out, he's going to visit your home. To make sure that you are happy. Hallelujah. The pastor of the individual church. And the last one. The smallest one. Look at what it can do. The only one who can, which can get inside your ear. Check it, you will see. It is the only one that can go further inside. Why? Because it's the teacher of the word. He takes the word and let it get inside you. So that you can understand. So that is the word of God that can increase the level of your anointing, my sister. Look at what is happening today. The church of God is scattered. The teacher is standing alone. Criticizing what the pastor is doing. Or maybe the evangelist is doing. Or maybe what the prophet is doing. Or maybe what the apostle is doing. The devil made us to scatter. If God can raise an Apostle or a prophet or a teacher, they will stand up and say, Thank you, Pastor. I'm starting my own ministry. And the purpose of God is say, Together work and help each other to build the church of God so that it can be strong. It is not only the fivefold ministries that God has called. The function of the worship team. The function of the intercessors. The ushers. The helpers, the givers, all of us, we are called by God. And we are called to unity. God is saying to the church today, stand up. Be united. Become one thing. I want to raise these ministries amongst you. It is not a one-man show. It is for us all. 
When somebody is giving a testimony here, you must stand strong and say, Lord, I thank you. This is what I have prayed for. Some of you seated here, God must show you things before they happen. You must know and identify the person who will stand up and give it the testimony, even what they will be putting on before it happens. And when it, when it happens to you, it does not mean you are more important than the other. You are standing at the gap of the corporate anointing. Hallelujah. Let me finish up by giving you this scripture. Psalms 133. Verses 1 to 3. Yes. Gango asunaka na udipa mukomana na muratu wazura beba ti zinga mafura bukuma ekato achi elera kandevu zaaroni zineza guma kamuromo wakanzuya we zinga mwando wataba ya erimoni uchi elera zitaba nizazioni. The importance of unity. The psalmist says, How good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together. Wow. Oh. Mupisalema uba achiko amba uri. Nizobu diani. Musibaratu nabakomana. Wozura ngachabo. Come, come. Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. Woman Kate. Funwana Arunu of Goma. Here is Aaron. Koyo Aaron. Hallelujah. Amen. The psalmist is trying to. Give us a picture of Aaron. Like brethren who are staying together. Praying together. Supporting each other. Eating together. Not criticizing one another. Not pulling down one another. These brethren, they love one another. Remember brotherly love. They love one another and they pray for one another. When the other one hears what happens to the other, they, they cannot sleep without praying for them. It says, it is like the precious ointment. Pour out from the head, right? And you can see they are pouring out on the beards and falling on top of the what? On the cloth. Hallelujah. Going down. 
This is the flow of the anointing of the Holy Spirit in a church. When we are together in unity, what will happen? The anointing of God will start from the head. Who is the head? Jesus is the head of the church. Hallelujah. And from the head, how pleasant it is. Wow. When it comes from the master, the king of kings himself, the anointed one. How does this happen? When we are together. Hallelujah. The Bible says the anointing that God has laid upon Moses it was shared amongst the 70 elders. Hallelujah. And they could do what Moses can do. Hallelujah. But the moment they divided themselves, that is where trouble began. The other one say, ah, we are tired of this. Ah, we are tired of this. Ah, we cannot continue. Hey, let's circle here. I'm going to look for my own God. That is where trouble began. The anointing was poured out from the head. To the beards. It went into the jackets. Going down until it touches the shoes. Who are the shoes? The, the least, the least that are found in that church. The same anointing. Hallelujah. And when it touches, it makes difference. Let's go on. It says that when it, that, that went down to the skirts of his garments, number three, as the dew of Heron and as the dew that descends upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessings, even life forevermore. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at this. As the dew of Heron, Heron is a mountain which does not receive much rain. But it could develop dew every day. And through that dew, there was plenty of food. Because the plants that were growing there, they were receiving water as the dew melts down. And it could produce much more. The, the soil was very good. But there was no running water to water the soil. 
There was no rain in that mountain. But the soil was good. What happened to Heron? You could do the rest. In other words, this psalmist is saying that, hey, it's like ointment. It's like dew. And Ichipi, <laughs> Amen. That is the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I said, Zuri. Ugai. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. When you are trusting God, when you unite together, God produces dew that will feed you. Hallelujah. Look at it ends. It says, Descends upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded. He commanded what? Blessings. Blessings. Say blessings. Even life forevermore. Let me tell you something. If we can become together and pray together and love each other and stay together, God is going to bring down an anointing that no man can stop. In John 17, Jesus prayed a prayer. He said, Father, before he left, he said, Father, give me your glory. As yes, I have given you the glory when I was still here. He said, Father, I pray for these that are remaining. Meaning his disciples. I, he said, I pray that they must be together in one accord. Why did Jesus pray that we must be together? Because he knew that when we are together, the anointing will be amongst us. When he, before he left, again, he said, Ari, Wait, 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 wait. Don't go out to, to Samaria and everywhere. Wait here. What I can advise you, be in one accord. Be in one accord. For I'm going 
to my father. I will send the Holy Ghost. And you shall be filled. The Bible says. When they were in one accord. When they were one accord. An earthquake broke out. And a sound like a mighty wind. And the Bible says, and they were all, not some. Why? They were all in one accord. Look, Acts 1 verse 8, it will tell you that. The, the, the Bible says they were all in one accord. And the Bible says they were all, all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they started speaking in new tongues. I wonder if the tongues we're talking about today are all true or not. Because, you know, when we are not united, the Holy Spirit cannot be there. Hallelujah. It is time that we start to be together. Let me finish by telling you this. Because I know, I know some of you are still waiting for a report. I know some of you want to know what is going on now. Last week, on Saturday, I came back from Pretoria very early in the morning. After four, I was leaving. Because we had the men's meeting here on Saturday. 10 o'clock. And 10 o'clock, I was here already. And we went on, that was fine. And then in the evening, before I slept, I phoned Pretoria. You know what I'm talking about. And I realized it was not very good. And I prayed and prayed and we slept. Exactly 12 o'clock. I got a call. And it was Pretoria again. And they say, it is bad here. Very, very bad. It's not right. I haven't slept yet. And then we prayed, we prayed with my brother in Pretoria. And then we took it from there. But because of that event, I couldn't sleep now from 12 o'clock until I came to church. But, but when I was praying and meditating, the Holy Spirit said to me, Don't you realize that your body is becoming weak and weak every day? And today you are weaker. And the only thing that can save you if you want to stand up in that pulpit. Go and ask for the church to pray for you. And I was indeed weak. 
And the Holy Spirit says, if you don't ask for help, there is a big chance that you can fall on that pulpit. Hey, Not because you are sick. Your body is tired. And that is why I came here. The first thing I did, I told you, I need your prayers. Sometimes God deals with us. Because he don't want us to stand alone. No ways. He doesn't want us to stand alone. He wants us to join together. Because we are his vessels. You see the water inside. Hallelujah. If you need more water, what do you need? More bottles. True or false? This bottle cannot feed the whole house. If you need more water for everybody, you need more bottles. Same applies to the anointing. God has called you as a vessel to add value to the body of Christ. Clap hands for the Lord. After that prayer, I felt relieved. I felt easy. You know what God said to me? You have taken out the burden out of your shoulder. You have put it to them. That, that is why you, some of you felt what I was feeling. And I was loving at you now because I was free. <laughs> I could see because I said it, you did not hear. I said it when I finished my message. You were like dumbbells during my message. Is it not true? And when I meet everyone, I could see the face. Oh, is he? No, 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 no. Everything is fine. Oh, is he going? Hey. I could feel it's working. It's working. And from there, oh, life is easy, I'm telling you. We found Pretoria when we were leaving for home. I said, how is it? Actually, Pretoria phoned me. Everybody who were there, they said, oh, we are having fun here. It's, it's good. I said, God is that prayer of the saints. And that thing which was happening there, it was no more. Until today. Let me tell you something. I'm going to engage you in the same prayer today again. This prayer for today, you are stronger, right? It's going to perform a miracle. And Pretoria is going to come back to Venda. Before the end of this week, 
Pretoria must come back to Venda. Risa tupeza eveke. Pretoria idoba yono wea Venda. And your faith will be lifted up. Hey, zipatu wazabo zidota kuri wazata kure ranta. Your faith. Rutendo wazabo rudota kura. Raarua. We serve a mighty God. Rishumera muzimu bamanda. Mighty working God. Muzimu bamanda bashumaho. A miracle working God. Hey, Muzimu Wamadembe Nabutoro. An amazing God. Muzimu Wamangazao. A God who answers our prayer. Muzimu Wapindura Zitabelo Zashu. He is a living God. Nemuzimu Wachirao. Hallelujah. Stand up on your feet.